Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkins. We are in episode two of our How to Win series, specifically on women's figure. And we're going to move into training. Good good place we left off in the first episode. And I, I, I mentioned, Adam, that without crossing that line into a bodybuilder-ish physique, women's figure, you're pretty much going for as much muscle as your frame can hold. Uh, for women who, who may be enhanced using PEDs of any sort, and let's say arbitrarily they could get any amount of muscle they wanted, is there a place you hold off where you say, okay, let's not do this exercise. Let's not quite go for as big of, you know, this body part as this, where, where do you really draw the line? So balance is going to be the first thing. Sometimes we're bringing up muscle groups to create more balance. But if someone's legs are big and they're edging, you know, maybe wellness or just on that line of if your legs get any bigger, it's going to make your upper body look smaller. We might pull back, maybe not completely eliminate that muscle group, but maybe on legs, like maybe every 10th or maybe dare I say every 12th day, you know, pull that training back a bit. And then that gives you more room to work on the upper body if they're riding that line. So it kind of depends on the body type of the person. But uh, there is a point where, you know, muscle groups are just too big, you know, and you you might have to train more for maintenance too. This is where a lot of people get confused because they might see a, a Miss Olympia training a certain way. And maybe she's doing more plyometrics and more things that aren't necessarily for muscle growth. They just love the gym. And that's the way that keeps them in without extending them outside the criteria. Well, then a lot of aspiring figure competitors say, I need to do that too. No, they need to do what got that person there in the first place. Mm -hmm. So it, it's right now kind of hitting the mainstream in our industry, at least on the academic side, that the hormone response theory is is not as um, accurate as some people once thought, meaning that if you're just training aggressively and you're doing everything you can, you have that hormonal environment for anabolism, anti-catabolism where you can then everything is just going to grow. So you can't help, you know, even if you pull back from a muscle group that, that you're still going to get that stimulus just from the, the androgen or just the, the hormonal response. But now that's being poo-pooed a bit. And so I'm curious when you have an athlete, when you say, okay, look, your, your triceps are just way too big. We're going to, we're going to not train those for six months, or we're going to really de-emphasize those. Do you see the ability to really reduce the size and shape of a muscle group when you need to pull back like that? I don't think you're necessarily reducing it, to be honest. I, I think it takes a lot of time because you're still doing daily activities. You're still grabbing groceries. You're putting your seatbelt on. You're still training. You're probably flexing those muscle groups more than you realize. Uh, you get out of bed, you push up off the bed and that works your tricep. So I think it's really hard to, it, and so many people worry about losing muscle tissue. It's just really hard to do. It will come with age, obviously, uh, at a certain point. But I think what people see, if you're working on other muscle groups and you have huge triceps, let's say your shoulders get bigger, might make your triceps look smaller. But I don't think people are actually losing tissue there. And that's where I was driving to a little bit in terms of you answered it perfectly that it, it does take a lot of time. 
you know, because you, you know, just, just all the overlap. If, if I'm doing 60 pound dumbbell shoulder press, I'm doing a 60 pound dumbbell curl to get it into position. Like you're, you're always going to have that overlap when you're doing heavy chest work, your lats are engaged maximally if you're doing it right. So it, it's, it's, it's really tough to do, but you said something in our last series, which was if you're arranging your training program, right. And you can reduce some volume or frequency in a muscle group. You don't necessarily need to emphasize that gives you the opportunity to do more in the places you could. So maybe you're not really reducing size or, or shape in a muscle that you don't necessarily need, but it gives you the chance to really create maybe some extra frequency or intensity somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. One other thing I'll say is I think a lot of people tend to overtrain and when they back off a muscle, they're probably training it just the right amount. <laughs> yeah, and, and all of a sudden you could be growing, you know, that muscle group that you're, you're trying to de-emphasize a little bit. Correct. Yeah. So a lot of things, I mean, it certainly does come down to genetics. And when we do our sit down review of this whole series, you know, we'll, we'll probably lead with that in that with all the division criteria and training and so forth, it, it is such a long-term project. It takes a long time to build the muscle and the size and the maturity and the, and the shape that you want. But then even trying to change that per your genetics is, is a very, very slow process. So, all right, guys, we will see you next time. Episode three in the how to win series for figure. We're going to turn our attention to contest prep. We'll see you then.